Welcome to the Artusimus Full Golf Podcast. Here are your hosts, Ryan McFadden and Paul Thomason. Thank you very much. We're here for episode two of the Our Tusum is Full podcast. We had a successful first episode last week. I am Ryan. And I'm Paul. And welcome back. We made it to episode two, so we're pretty excited. Off and running. We have not been canceled, which is nice. <laughs> um, the network must have ran the numbers and want to keep us on for another episode, so... Sponsors have uh, come up strong for us. Yeah, so come up strong there. That. Yeah, right, as of right now, they're yet to be named, but they could be named with the right contact information. <laughs> can be found later on. Absolutely. And, and, but, uh, it was a big Keeping week in golf. golf. A big week <laughs> big in golf. Week. Finally, we got a really full schedule for all the major tours. So all kinds of things Exciting. going on. Last week, absolutely. Last week it was from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing started till like after six o'clock. So, but now right. this this is twenty four hour day coverage basically. Yeah, Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship right through the middle of each night. And champions, it's strong field, very strong field there. Yeah, the champion uh, PGA Tour Champions event in Hawaii. LPGA event, PGA Tour. So we got a lot to lot to cover Lots this week. Lots to talk about. All kinds. Okay. Let's start off with the European Tour, the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship. A big win for one of our mm-hmm. favorites, Tyrrell Hatton. Took there's a nice fiery competitor. Absolutely, uh, you got you got to like him. You got to like him. You know yeah. he can he's a little sure upset out there, but he's upset at like himself. That. Yeah, that's right. You like not... to see a little bit of personality and character out there, and the guy showing his feelings. Yeah, and he's not looking to the crowd to tell him to you know be quiet every no. couple of shots. Like... No, no. But it was a good performance. Uh, he was uh, a little six under sixty six. It was fine around to win by four shots at 18 under. Yeah. Held off uh, Rory McIlroy. So it's pretty nice to see there. Well, Rory was right in there too. You had that even par 72, which was not going to get mm-hmm. it done. No, I'm sure he had hoped for more. Not get it done. Tay finished in third. Jason Scrivener was second. So also a six under 66. But did finish four back at 14 under. Fourth place. Mm-hmm. Rafa Cabrera Bello at 12 under, and David Lipsky and Mark Warren rounding out the top five. It was a nice little win there for Tiro Absolutely. Field there. His world ranking. Ryder Cupper's world ranking's got to be getting. See what the numbers come out a little later, but he's well up there. He was in the top 10 already, I think, heading into this event. I think so. I think so. He's only going to go up. Good to see. Now he is one of our favorites, so we do have time he is. to take so a look. We'll be talking about him on our on our show in the future. Yeah, and I think he's going to be a perennial one to talk about in the majors. Um, yes, masters, sir. masters. He'll be looking at the masters. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he finished uh, last. 
November at the Masters. Do you? Yeah, I think it's the 20, 20th, 20th. Yeah, I believe. I think so. Yeah. It showed a little glimpse at the start, but I think the this of this the spring Masters back to the normal time. It's yeah. gonna be a little different. Almost a whole different event, I think. Just the conditions playing. There'd be some crowd that uh, is allowed in. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patrons, rather. Yeah, the patrons in there. Get those uh, pimento cheese sandwiches flowing. Hmm. We'll be making some in our house, I'm sure. I could, I could use, I could use one. Actually, <laughs> that'd be all right. Will be the season, but still a few months away from the old yes. Masters. But let's take a look at Terrell Hatton's winning golf bag here he's a ping man for the most part mm-hmm. um he's got their brand new ping g425 lst driver okay that one's just uh coming out really just released i think it's just pre-sale at least in canada anyways on that one coming back with a lot of good mm-hmm. testing results um i have heard that yeah does have the old six ninety nine price tag up here in Canada, but <laughs> but it does we'll come looking, with uh, for a demo ourselves. But uh, does come with a head cover though. Comes with a head cover <laughs> and wrench. I imagine with you. <laughs> I would hope it's a wrench. <laughs> but they do have a lot of uh, good shaft options that come. I think uh, stock at least. Sure. So it'd be nice to give that a little little hit for sure. And then he carries on into his three wood. Also a ping G425 LST in this three wood. 14 degrees three wood on that. And then he goes to a seven wood after that. Um, well, that's interesting. It is. Look, um, degree wise, he's got it at uh, 19 and a half degrees in this seven wood. So he's got a turn right. down kind of. Almost like a, like a week five wood. Yeah, it's kind of in that. Kind I wonder of how range, far he gets so. that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Well, as an irons, he starts his irons off at four iron. Okay, somewhere in the mix there. Um, Ping I two ten irons. I think just a couple years old on those. Oh, okay, interesting. So he must have been in those for a little bit. Uh, four three straight through pitching wedge. Then in uh, okay. his his wedges, his he does have a gap wedge fifty degree. It's a Ping Glide forged. Wow. So there's a glide, regular glide. I think there's right. a glide 2.0, 3.0, but this is a forged one. So this is its own little little item. Mm-hmm. And then he goes mm-hmm. into his 54 and 60, actually to the Tylost Voki SM8. And That's interesting ones. right there. That is. Could be one of those 12 club deals. So he's got a little bit of wiggle room there with Ping. Uh, does his putter with the Ping Vault Oslo. Oslo. Nice putter. Okay. And a Titleist Pro V1X golf ball. And you'll remember Pro maybe V1X. from Pro V1X. <laughs> remember from maybe from last week. Yes. Um, if we just keep saying Pro V1X and Titleist. Yes, Titleist. 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 Number one ball. In golf is what we could be saying for them if they want to contact well, I wouldn't us. be opposed to, uh, to say that. No, like we did say that last week, but then it has to go through all the satellites. The numbers right. get crunched and <laughs> right. Congress approval <laughs> and everything. So we'll, we'll keep an eye right. open on that uh, coming up uh, the next week. 
What's our boys? Tyrrell Hatton's winning What's in the Bag as the 2021 Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship winner. Now with that, we can move on to PGA Tour Champions. Out in Hawaii. Out in Hawaii. Now is this on Maui, this event? This event, sir, good sir, is Wailai. Again, Wailai area. The Mitsubishi Electric Championship. I noticed our boy Freddie Couples had a nice second round. He did. He was uh, right in the mix there. For a 61-year-old, 63, I believe. Yes. By Wailai, I meant Huwailai. That was an H, not the W from last week. So ah, yes. <laughs> apologize to any of our Hawaiian friends listening. I'm sure that happens a lot. Apologies. <laughs> and I'm sure they hate it. I, I know I would hate it if I was there I know. and someone said that. Not meant with any disrespect at all. Never. Never meant with disrespect to our friends. No. That is absolutely shoot. Absolutely? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> absolutely for sure. There's an app for that. There always is. Now, Mr. Darren Clark took down the event. Gotta love him. Gotta love, Gotta him. love him. Eight under 64 on the day. Tied for low round of the day with uh, second place Retief Goosen. Both at eight under par. There's a couple the of round, nice players. Mr. Darren Clark, 21 under. Three round How event. About that? Three How round about event. That? 21 under par. He is making some birdies. Holy. He was striping it. He brought it home today with a back 930. Wow. So, That's getting it done. That's <laughs> getting it done, Clarky. I'll just go six birdies. A, nice uh, cold That's beverage tonight. That'll get it done. Right. He did have no fives on the card. Birdie doll, wow. four par fives. There you go. That's how you do it. Like, oh my goodness. You want to win on the Champions Tour. You got to do it. It is a. He had that opening round 63, followed up with the 68, and his 64 today. So that will get it done. How about our uh, Canadian uh, friend? Mr. Mike Weir. If you didn't know, he's actually left handed. Oh, yeah. So I did uh, know that myself, but yeah. So if you want to get that in your log books, that'd be good. He did finish uh, tied for seventh at twelve under. Showing some uh, signs of success there. Nice to see. He is uh, one of our own. One of our own. He did. I did note um, the Wednesday pro am. A fifty-nine on his own ball. The Wednesday pro am. I heard some rumblings around uh, on that. So. Looks like he's really found, uh, starting to really find his uh, game, and uh, I know we'll be watching him closely. I think he had uh, made the cut there in the regular PGA event the week before. Give a little look at the Hawaii. Masters there, kind of hung in the Masters a bit. Yeah. As well. So it's good to see uh, who is he finding the old game a little bit. Rest of our leaderboard Absolutely. here, alone in third place at 17 under, was Mr. Jerry Kelly. Nice. Wisconsin boy, if you didn't know. Wisconsin's own hockey player. Hockey player, Drake Kelly. <laughs> Mr. Perel, 
in fifth place. Sorry, fourth place. Okay. Scotty Prowl tied for fourth with Kevin Sutherland, also known as the Towel. Kevin Sutherland. Oh, oh boy. He always likes his towel in the green. You all might notice that. Also tied for fourth, Mr. Frederick Couples at 15 under. Mike Weir at 12 under. T7 with Mr. Gene Sowers. It's another nice name. Fantastic. I did it yeah, it is a blast. Good for him. That's a nice little event. Those guys just going low. Those those top ten. It's pretty yeah, good there. It's, uh, you got to get it. Got to make birdies out there and fast. Yeah, three round event. So nice little win for our boy, Mister Darren Clark. There you go. Now we can move on to the LPGA Tour, the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions. Presented by right. IOA, that's the full. full so event. we have a, a limited field there, eh, Ryan? Limited field, correct. Um, champions, top uh, players in this one. It's kind of a half, well, not a pro-am, but there was some amateurs as well on a point system event to kind of play. Not as, they're not playing as teams, it was just kind of a simultaneous event as well to kind of drum up some more support for the event. But... The winner, good. the winner on the second playoff hole, Jessica Corda took that one down 24 under par. How about that? And uh, she, uh, what was her Saturday round? 60 66 on the weekend. Yeah, how about that? And had, had good enough for a playoff <laughs> to get into the playoff. That's the thing, Danielle Jeez. King, Danielle Kang in the playoff. 64, 65, 63, but a final around 68, which was not <laughs> enough to get it done. Wow. At 24. Way to go, girls. That's like, great golf. Oh, my goodness. Very low there. <laughs> uh, Nellie Corda. Jessica's sister finished alone in third at 22 under. Inji Chun at uh, low on fourth. And Angel Stanford and Cheyenne Knight finished tied for fifth. Canadian Brooke Henderson finished alone in ninth at 13 under par. Another top 10 for a Canadian? Another top 10. All right. Keeping it going there, but some impressive golf out there. Jessica Corda taking that one down. Did drive a par four in that uh, round of 60. Oh, wow. Of note as well there. So, impressive golf. Yes. Impressive golf, uh, back nine, see them back playing, yeah, about it all. A little back nine birdied four of the last six holes to get into that playoff. That's clutch, that is clutch, absolutely. That is the recap the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions. Now, moving on to the PGA Tour. You've heard of that tour. Playing the, the American Express in La Quinta, California. Once again, it's not the American Express Championship or Invitational or Tournament, just the American Express only. <laughs> that is it. No other information given, just the American Express. Well, I guess that's enough. That would be enough there. Taking it down, Mr. Siwoo Kim. The final round 64 to finish at 23 under par. 
So his first win in a few years, right? His first win since the 2017 Players Championship. Not surprising. I thought uh, he would be uh, winning a lot more often, but good to see him back in the winner's circle. Beautiful golf swing. Yes, very good golf swing. He's been in the mix in the last few years. President's Cup team member, things like that, but... Nice player. Yeah, still a young man at 25. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he got winning that players' championship too. So we got in every single event. Right. Then and now, as well. So he's back, back on top there. Uh, Patrick Cantley, the little 11 under 61. Oh, about that. Kind of come out of nowhere. Finish uh, alone in second at 22 under. Really, yeah, no one was really back. talking about him. Backdoor second place there. <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. A little 30-31 for his 61. Birding three of the last four. It's a post. To post say he posted that number and then Sibu Kim birdies 16 and 17. Did par 18, but that was enough there to win. So they're going low. Rest of the leaderboard here. We have Cameron Davis at 20 under par. Tony Finau, Tony Finau, alone in fourth place, 68. We were kind of looking at him to uh, hopefully step in the winner's circle, but two strokes back. He did, yeah, kind of took a turn for him on 11, um, bogeyed the par five there. And a couple pars and bogeyed again on uh, on 14 to kind of lose touch with the what was going on but he was gonna have to be going yeah going low from that point so he would have had to shoot 64 i guess to get into the playoffs so that's right tony now i do remember seeing mr finau yeah let's talk about our uh, our own story here at pine ridge golf course in winnipeg manitoba yeah up here at pine ridge the players cup Canadian tour event and we did not look at this up ahead of time. So the year could have been uh, 13. And what's that? 2013. Seems right. That seems right. Okay. So now it seems like Tony's been around for such a long time, though. That's the thing. But yeah, I'm not sure on his age. I'm sure he's 31, 32. Mr. Finau. We'll get to his information, but um, turned pro in 2007, which I think he would have been about 18 years old when he turned pro. Yeah, he wasn't a college yeah. player or anything like that. He was born in 1989, no. but okay. 32 for the young man. But he did play here in the Players' Cup. We did see him. It was right after his, uh, was it right after his uh, golf channel appearance, I believe. His brother, Gipper. Right, that's right. On the, the big break, so he he was someone of uh, of note and, and uh, prominence that we wanted to have a look at. And watch. And he's a was always a long hitter too, so we always want to take a look at him. Of yeah. course, we only watched him hit one shot, and it wasn't driver; it was a uh, iron on a downhill par three. But you know, we got the sense we of did, Mr. Finn. We did stand uh, close to him. And I, I think, think he looked five. at us. I think he did. I think it was a six iron. Downhill 205. Yeah, Callaway, X-Forged Iron. Yeah, did pull in the bunker, but you know what? 
he's recovered and done okay for himself. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> in spite of us uh, being in the crowd, I that like day. to think that we were just part of his early, you know, success. I do feel part of his journey, yeah, <laughs> at least his journey, <laughs> for sure. Now the rest of the uh, top five, we have uh, Abraham Answer coming off uh, his okay. Masters Challenge, finishing mm-hmm. actually four back of Tony at fifteen under, tied for fifth with Michael Thompson. And Doug Gim at 15 under. Really? It's another one where the boys are all just going low out there. Yeah, the scores weren't uh, quite as low as they probably have been in the past, but still, always, always very low out in the desert. Yeah, the conditions laid down today a little more. Uh, they did have a yeah. little boost kick up there on, I think it was Friday, but not too bad for. Nice little win for Mr. Siu Kim. That is our recap of this week's events. Crazy week. Time for our tournament preview for next week's PGA Tour events. We have, from Torrey Pines, the Farmers Insurance Open. Great tournament. Once again, playing the north and south courses at Torrey Pines. In San Diego, California. That is correct, sir. They are out that way. Tiger will not be at the event. No, not this year, unfortunately. Having his fifth back surgery. Looks like he'll be back for, you're saying the Masters there, right? That's what we're saying. Should be his first start. He's already back, uh, chipping and hitting some balls already. So, getting his speed up. So, I guess it wasn't as invasive a surgery as it could be, but trying to get himself back on track. Last year's winner, Mark Leishman, will be in the field. Okay. Won that event by one over John Rahm and Rory McElroy. That's right. That's right. Always a good uh, tournament out there. Strong field. Always a good tournament. Always a good field. Big always good to see the course. Again, it was... Absolutely, that's a good one too. Raman McElroy also in the event. McElroy coming from the Abu Dhabi event. Middle East. Yeah, Back to California for well this one. Rested so. and uh, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look there. You might wow. be... Uh, Moving a little slow. Should I? <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Might want to oh, be looking to turn it around. For sure. And get things going. I, uh, I look for him to be uh, competitive this week. So not it's not that it's a uh, <laughs> a long shot or anything. No, but this could be kind of his year where he's going to be a little more consistently in the mix already starting off I could there, see so. that. I could see that. I, I expect a, a monster year from him, possibly player of the year, yeah. Just kind of felt like he got a little left behind last year, but... Mm-hmm. He seems like if he kind of struggles, people kind of uh, write him off, but uh, he's just, he's, he's far too good to ever discount. No, I think so. And crowd favorite when there is a crowd. But, um, yeah. Won't really be this week as much. But... Oh, no. Next year. That was our tournament 
preview. The Farmer's Insurance Open from Tory Pines. And now, time for also one of our kind of favorite segments. We've grown to love it over the <laughs> episode one and now episode two. It is what is in our golf bags. What are we going to look at? A little bit of uh, equipment in uh, in my golf bag this week, Ryan. Well, there have been some rumors that you have told me you might be looking at some irons. Yeah, you know, I I feel as a as a competitive player to you, um, I need to have a spare set of irons. Uh, I need to have two full sets. I can't just uh, sit on my laurels and, and expect that one set is going to push me through the year. I, I need to have a fallback. And I'm looking at something in, in ping. I've always been a big fan of ping irons, played uh, different ones over the years. And I'm, I'm hoping that, put something together this year. Uh, I like the idea of some kind of combo set. I'm not sure if that's, you know, uh, a possibility or a, a realistic thing. Like, you know, how like a long irons are more of a cavity back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe short irons more in a, like S55 style iron or something, uh, something like that. Doesn't have to be new. Of course, depending on, uh, on, sponsors and, and such but uh it's probably be have to be purchased on uh <laughs> purchased as a cash deal somewhere you never, you never know what you can come across um yeah we have had some success in the past of sourcing and outsourcing what's good about ping and always with ping is regardless of whether it's a two year three four even five five or older year iron they still look good. They're always right. going to look good. They age well. Yeah. They age very and, well. And the company is, is so good with, uh, you know, if you lose an iron, um, like replacing a club, uh, like by far the best company to, to deal with mm-hmm. in that respect and customizing and so on. It's, they sure, they sure give you lots of, lots of options. So, and they're, yeah, they're one of the few companies that will stock older replacement irons. Mm-hmm. Um, some others, once, is, that, once they're done, they're done. But uh, It is common that, uh, you know, you lose an iron or, or something like that. I mean, they don't break, but the shafts break. But people lose irons all the time, and then you don't have a set that's complete. And that's something to consider. Well, a few years that's, ago, uh, which is probably more like... 20 years ago, I was playing the Ping I3s. Right. Ping I3 blades. How about that? They called them blades, but they weren't blades. They're cavity backs. They're cavity backs. They had, they had less often and were a little bit smaller than the old size. Yeah. yeah. No, I still have them. I don't I don't use them, but collectors. I still have them. They're nice uh, sit in the staff bay kind of a club to look well, at. Yeah. On there. yeah. I'm do look pretty them. good. See, now back then I really thought I could custom, or 
fit myself for these irons. So I have one degree upright in the, between the pitching wedge up to the seven iron. And then I go two degrees upright in the three, four, five, six. I was hitting everything way right though. So I think I just wanted to just not <laughs> do that. The left side out of the right. Well, I wanted to take push cut right out for a little and bit. straight. You wanted to take straight out of the... It was never going to happen <laughs> with that to my swing and super upright club. But I'll Look at Matt uh, Kuchar in 6-4. That's true. I think his are flat. And his irons are flat too. Mm -hmm. so I think I was way off on that one. But but they'll do whatever you need. They'll bend whatever club you want in right. any uh, different direction. Match the serial number, you name it. Mm -hmm. Now, extreme wedge makeover that I am currently in the middle of from last week. That's still it's underway. Still, still uh, happening. That's still happening. Um, but I've found some renewed uh, life here in your, your iron search as well to kind of just kind of keep that in mind and keep looking for that. And we hope next right. week to get a little more into the wedge situation. You know, I, it's going to be the end of January soon. And then after that, well, it's something that I know you, you need to take it slow, but you can't also take it too slow because already at the end of January. They catch up to me. So I have to have <laughs> it in my hand, mm -hmm. get some chips around the house, yes. skull a few in the drywall in the basement and That's how you really get know. a feel for it, you know, so. <laughs> or however many wedges it is. So. <laughs> well, you're, I'm sure people will be wanting to keep on top of that story in the coming weeks. That's true. We're really going to do a deep dive, hopefully. Get that ramping up for you. <laughs> Next week on that. Right now we have an extreme iron lookout, I guess. It's not a makeover, it's a lookout so over the next little while here. So we'll take a look at what we can find on your irons. If anyone has any suggestions for a good iron, please feel free to give us a little email at our two sim is full at gmail.com. Definitely like to hear from you. We'll literally buy whatever you tell us to buy. Well, Paul will. <laughs> I will not do that. But wedges, I'll take those. Yeah, so regardless. I'm buying what matter. you're selling. He's right-handed, but he'll learn to like left-handed if you want. Just whatever, you know. I'm willing to. I'm willing to change. <laughs> yeah, that's what emails for. So thank you for joining us for another segment of what is in our golf bag. Now, Paul, are you ready for one of our favorite segments? Ooh, I sure am. Is it '90s? What's in the bag? Oh. It sure is. Cue <laughs> the intro. Well, for this episode's 90s What's in the Bag, we are going to 1996. This is May of 1996. All right. Who could that be? Number two player in the world. Number two. Number two. Okay. Number two. Hit me. 
I'm going to hit you with Nick Price. Nice. Now that guy had a good couple of years. He was dominant. No kidding. For a stretch. Absolutely. Well, let's start off with his driver. He's going with the TaylorMade Burner Tour 8 Degree. Sure, you must have had one of those in your <laughs> career. Sounds familiar. Now, he does have the Flex Twist Titanium Shaft. Ah, uh, yes. That was popular. Oh, I think now we want less, less uh, twist now. But <laughs> yeah. he wanted very much of Flex situation. <laughs> yes, he wanted Flex back then. And titanium as well. Very important Ooh. to have that in the shaft. Titanium shaft. Yeah, that really took off. In the... That was really something. <laughs> 44 <laughs> inches on that one. Okay. That one. We're going to move into the three wood here. We have a tailor-made tour spoon. 13 degrees. <laughs> Steel shaft. Dynamic gold X100. That's a nice piece right there. That's not a large three wood. Oh boy. That is... seems to be a popular lock back in the 90s. Like PJ had that in his Olimar. Yeah, like how how wide is that golf club? Like if a golf ball is what 1.68, is that a golf ball? Yeah, I'd say so. I would say that'd be 1.70. <laughs> yeah, that's about then he had that leeway. He got a little bit of room. Yeah, well, it's the point zero one in each side, yeah. eh? That's not too bad. Toe heel only sits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pretty forgiving. Okay, we're going to irons. We got a lot going on here in the irons. Okay. I'm going to hit you with a one iron right here. Of course. This one's kind of a lone lone wolf here for a brand on this uh, in this set. We're going with the Wilson Staff Ultra one iron. Ooh, I could just see it in my head yeah. right there. Like John Daly uh, had that too, if I'm not mistaken. Kind of a very silvery gray. Yes. It's a darker, yeah, darker back. color. Little red Staff Ultra logo on the back. Mm -hmm. Sounds kind of familiar. Yes, sir. So I'm sure he was ripping that quite a bit. And then he goes to a three iron, which does not match the rest of the irons, but we have a Ram Laser FX Forged CB in the three iron. Just the laser FX. Oh. I think that's the one that hardly has any cavity back. It's just kind of right in the very middle. It just has RAM in the middle. Is that the one? I think so. I think that was a, a fairly shiny iron, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, really shiny. I'm yeah, not sure when they went from RAM to gold or from golden RAM to RAM or when that. Uh... Wow. Which I, I didn't get the email back then. Funny you should uh, mention that. As oh. the irons in Forda Pitching Wedge, the Golden Ram Tour Grinds. Wow. So, is that a straight? That's not a straight blade then. It's Tour Grind? Is I think that iron was available in both. Oh. I think they you could get them in both a cavity back and a blade. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Tour Grind does so, kind of sound. Yeah, I mean that was a, at the top of the shelf back then, if I if I do recall. Well, I think the most expensive iron in like '96 would have been about five hundred. Five that much, eh? Eight hundred. I I'm trying to think about when we uh, 
were working in the golf store. That that would have been uh, late ninety. Oh, so later, see that a golf course there in ninety six, the old Pine Ridge Golf Club. And then, so what was out then? Just pings would have been popular and irons. Sure, sure. At the Wilson's time, were I did, big. Wilson's sure. were big. I did have a set of Rams for a while. They're very heavy iron. <laughs> Swing weight was about X11. It was deep down the alphabet. D was not considered. It was way, way above D. Definitely on that one. What else we got here? Let's skip over to wedges. We're going wedges. Okay. We're going to hitch up with a little Cleveland 588. 56 degree in a copper. I can picture that club. I can picture that club. And then we flip over to raw in the 60. Copper and a raw. So it's not too bad there. Okay. It's got dynamic old S400s. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Now the 56 degree. Yes. Is, okay. The 56 degree is dynamic old S400. But the 60, he's putting a G Loomis graphite in the 60. I don't know. <laughs> That's called custom fitting. Look it up. <laughs> what struck him there on that one? It's you don't see. I don't know if uh, you've seen lately, but I haven't seen a lot of graphite in sixties, in particular, uh, on the shelves. No, but, like if you're going full, you know, if your wedges are going to match your set kind of deal, you might get them down to the sixty or something. But I don't know. What's going on there? But it works for Nick Price in '96. So I think that did. It's safe to say that uh, combination that he used there won him several million dollars and major championships. So that was uh, a well-suited bag of clubs for him. That's true. That worked out quite well. Now the putter. I'm going to give you the old Bobby Grace. Bobby Grace. Oh, fat lady it... swings. <laughs> Now, perhaps you couldn't name a putter that uh, in this day and age. That's what they went with. Bobby Grace <laughs> is a man of many words. Well, those three words. Oh, yeah. And how was his? Did he was he the one that would put the putter ahead of the golf ball as a like a pre-shot routine? Is that all the time? Any putt? Yeah, yeah, right in front, and then go right behind it, and then right behind. Yeah, and he made a few. He made a few, but he went with the old uh, zebra. That's right. I had a zebra putter. That was, and you could take off the heel plate and change weights. Like you could add these little washers and they would add more weight to the head. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that was before all this movable weight and everything was coming in too. So they were ahead of their time. I think so. Price must have played that before this putter. Zebra was, was attached to Ram though as a company. Oh. Oh. So. Might have been the connection for old Nicky. Definitely could be. Now, golf ball, we're going to get into the precept. He was one of the first to sign his precept, I remember back in the day with the EV extra spin. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And that wouldn't have been their top ball, I don't think, back then, would it? I remember playing that ball. EVs, yeah, for sure. Specifically in 96, they came up with a promo. Where they had this flattened towel, kind of like those ones where it's all yes. like 
shriveled oh. up and you have to add water to it. <laughs> and it, it grows up, life. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it does that, it's super thin and doesn't really work at all. But <laughs> It works for about two games, but for those two games, it's like you got a sweet towel. Yeah, completely ripped to shreds. <laughs> but yeah. when you get a dozen balls for might have been 25 bucks, you get a towel, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Oh, yeah. And especially back then, that golf ball flew so much further than the bladders. It still had some skin properties to it and feel. So, yeah. Now, so I don't even know. Like, was that a three piece ball? Or did they just put a little bit of spin on the outside somehow? I think it was just a softer cover. I, I think the EVs yeah. were two piece. I think it, I'm not sure when the first three piece would have came out, if that would have been the Pro V1. Oh. Yeah, right there. Right. I mean, maybe that was the ball that changed it all. Like, put the three piece and four piece and multi layers. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, it does mention grips here as some Golf Pride oh. only crown full cords. Uh, now we're back to full cords again. Now, that sounds like he could really toughen up the hands, but Nick Price feels <laughs> like he would have really tough hands. His, ha his hands were huge. Yeah. They we were, saw him there, 2003, and his, I noticed that about him. His fingers and hands were massive. Yeah, he has many golfers, uh, like Palmer and so on. Yeah, that's a good point. Glove just lifts uh, Bridgestone for the glove, so I guess through his preset connection. Right. I so wonder what kind of contract that a club contract like that would have netted back in the 90s. Well, that's a good point. Now, even just his Bridgestone precept golf ball situation, being right. one of the top players at the time and willing to switch over, I think he would have gone made a pretty good start there. Yeah. I think because you got the you got the bag, you got the badge on the shirt, you got the hat, you got the mm -hmm. sleeve, you got the clubs. There's lots of uh, lots of money spots there. Yeah, you got Bobby Grace to write different words all over there body so that's cool too yeah i've never met the man but uh sure he's he's a good one well on that note that's been another edition <laughs> of 90s thanks. what's in the bag thanks for joining us thank you very much for tuning into this episode of our two simmons full podcast episode two Feel free to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at TwoSimmasFull, Facebook at OurTwoSimmasFull, and give us an email, if you like, at OurTwoSimmasFull at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, for joining us for our second uh, podcast, and we really hope to have you guys check in with us next week.